The following is the first in a two-part interview recorded at Downers Grove Public Library in November 2019. This is John and Robin Voiles of Celebrate Libraries, and you are listening to the New Ways to Dream podcast. Today we are in the village of Downers Grove, Illinois, where we will be interviewing Cindy Catri, Public Relations Manager for Downers Grove Public Library, and the Director of the Library, Julie Milovic. Welcome, Cindy and Julie, to New Ways to Dream. Hi, thank you for having us. It's great to be here. Let's start with a little background. Um, I'm interested in knowing how long individually you've worked here at the Downers Grove Public Library and what are your job responsibilities. Okay, I feel like mine might be a little easier than yours, Julie, so I'll go first. Um, I am the Public Relations Manager here at the library. I've been here, um, I guess, about a year and a half now. And I've been in this position now for about seven months. So I actually started um, way down at the bottom of the totem pole as a clerk and worked my way up. And so now I am responsible for um, just the marketing of the library, making sure our patrons know what's coming up and what our services are, what we're doing. Um, I take care of a lot of the community engagement efforts um, outside of the library as well. So I'm part of a lot of like organizational things that... Um, link us to other organizations and make sure that we are reaching out into the community and doing our job as like that community anchor. Wonderful. Okay. Julie? And I'm the library director here. I've been here three and a half years. Um, It's been a very busy three and a half years. The first thing that we did when I arrived was a whole new strategic plan. Um, And since then, we've been making all sorts of changes. We've done everything from the policy manual to really trying to focus on those strategic plan items, Mm -hmm. which include community engagement and led to the reworking of our community relations and uh, public relations department, which then got Cindy as the manager. But our strategic plan is very much about our community and reaching Mm -hmm. out, being a part of this community and being its vibrant heart. We're very fortunate. Downers Grove loves its library and has for years, and it shows. And so we really want to be... Um, our purpose for our library, our purpose statement is that the Downers Grove Library is the place for everyone to discover, grow, play, and learn. And we really take that to heart. Mm-hmm. That uh, inclusivity is, is uh, Absolutely. very important. Definitely. And your, what are your, your four? Um... They're actually the library's initials, also okay. DGPL. <laughs> All right. Discover, grow, play, learn. Right. Thank you, Fred LeBaron. <laughs> <laughs> our, one of our reference librarians came up with that. Oh, okay, good. Yeah. So you, you you mentioned um, the things that you're doing to respond to the community, uh, perhaps coming out of the um, strategic plan mm-hmm. and the work that you've done here. Uh, would you like to talk about some of the uh, programming ho- highlights from the past year and then some things that we could be looking forward to in 2020 events programming? Absolutely. Sure. So um, one of the biggest things that we actually just completed was um, our... Um, month of homelessness awareness that we had this past October. So we have, um, you know, some regulars um, in terms of our patrons who are experiencing homelessness who um, library staff have become very familiar with. And we said to ourselves, what can we do to help raise awareness of this problem and connect um, people in the community to resources to help be a part of the solution? So we had an entire month where we 
um, worked with outside partners like DuPage Pads, um, the West Suburban Community Pantry, Hope's Front Door, um, the Village of Downers Grove, the school districts here, mm -hmm. both um, the grade school and the high school districts, and um, the DuPage Continuum of Care. Yes. And we, um, you know, all kind of came together and we had um, a showing of the movie The Public, which was Emilio Estevez's movie about homelessness in libraries mm -hmm. um, to kind of kick off the month. And we had volunteer fair and a panel on what is happening in Downers Grove right now um, with homelessness. And then we had a one community, one read book discussion. What was the volunteer fair? And are these people who are who are um, wanting to volunteer from the community in some way to assist with the homeless situation, or what is? Yeah. yeah, the volunteer fair, we were really working to connect people who wanted to get involved mm -hmm. with these wonderful nonprofit and social service organizations that we have in Downers Grove. Um, particularly the faith communities uh, that offer the uh, interim housing, the overnight shelters, through DuPage Pads, which is the overarching organization here in our county. Um, we have three overnight shelters per week in Downers Grove from October to April. We also have a weekend warming center. So those are, that's four faith communities searching actively for uh, volunteers. And they say it takes 70 people to put on a single night of pads. Mm -hmm. So it, it's so important to make sure that they're finding the volunteers they need. In addition, we have really wonderful other organizations. Um, Family Shelter Services yes. works with domestic abuse situations, sharing connections, um, helps collect household goods for when people are moving from the interim housing into yes. a permanent housing uh, situation. So it was a really great way to take our Organization of the Month program mm -hmm where we highlight a single service organization in the library for a month and make it something bigger to connect those organizations to individuals who actively want to be involved with them. Who was the designated uh, organization for the month of October? October, um, it was Family Shelter Service. Okay, yep. and November then you have? Some... We have Sharing Connections this month for November. Okay. Are there some other things you'd like to talk about? Uh, program programming highlights of this past year and then into next year? Sure. Well, kind of um, stemming away from the social service mm -hmm. avenue, um, we did like our first like giant Hamiltons event, which was a really popular one um, that like really brought together adults and kids alike, which we really were excited about. We got the official licensing from Hamilton, um, the Hamilton, I guess, Group. Yeah, and um, it was a community sing-along karaoke event that we had really? out outdoors in our um, park districts, like amphitheater, and mm -hmm. we had like over like 35 performers, and wow. over 200 people came. It was really amazing. What was the time period? Uh, it was just one. It uh, we did this in um, in summer, okay. and it was just one day, and it was essentially like a. a just a re-performance of, uh, of Hamilton oh, okay. by Good. our community members. Wow. Yeah. That's wonderful. What a great idea. It was super fun. Who, who, where did the idea come from? Um, we had actually, well, I, I love musicals. And oh, okay. so, great. And so I listen to Hamilton all the time. But, um, and then I saw um, in, I think it was in public libraries, one of the, um, 
like industry magazines, that um, a library had done something similar. And I was like, well, we should do that here. I know Hamilton's such a big deal. And I think it was really great. We had a lot of students um, from the grade schools. And we also had a lot of like young adults, teens, and um, just, yeah, it was amazing. Wow. What a good story. And bringing arts and culture to Mm -hmm. Downers Grove is a huge part of our strategic plan. So it fits right in. And it really gave us a chance to get people involved, which we love. Um, We've also had some partnerships with um, the art department, which is Mm -hmm. a non-for-profit art group in our community who have done some community art events both here and at other um, locations. This fall, they did what they called their weathered art project. So they actually had people at the farmer's market that's also held here in the downtown of Downers Grove mm-hmm. um, make little flags. So they, they hand-dyed them, mm-hmm. and then they, they were able to um, draw and, and um, do those flags. And then they hung them out. Once they dried, yeah. they made them into banners, little pennants, and hung them from the trees in the library. Or, um, sorry, yeah. outside the library. And then at the end of their weathered art, they actually had two artists who had done weathered art projects, and they had a large reception to show mm-hmm. off the art that, that had been created um, by the community and by yeah. their local artists. Wow, super great. And we do lots, uh, as you've seen in our galleries downstairs, we have um, our rotating galleries, both the north and the south, mm-hmm. um, And right now we have the District 99 high school artists from both Downers North and Downers South are being featured, uh, but that changes out every month. The library also has its own art collection that is supported in part by the Downers Grove Library Foundation, Mm -hmm. and they are a wonderful partner for us. Uh, I'm not sure we remembered to mention they actually sponsored the There's No Place That's Home Month of Homelessness. So they not only um, paid for the movie screening, they also purchased the books for the One Community, One Read event. Um, And they are currently in process of purchasing a large piece of art for our lobby area. I'm very excited about yes, it. Yes, and very, they, very generous. They are very generous, and they work very hard. So I know we uh, when we were coming into the media lab, which is where we we are recording this interview, you passed uh, uh, the bar relief. It was the giggle, giggle mesh. Was that Gilgamesh? Gilgamesh. Thank you. Yep, that's yes. the first rec- the story of the first recorded, or it, it is the first recorded story, right? Yes, and of mankind. Yes, and it was uh, created in honor of. Um, Frida Humphreys, who is one of the original librarians here, and that piece, um, through the different incarnations of the library itself, has moved along with us. So mm-hmm. we are very happy that uh, it has found a, a good home on the stairwell. Definitely. Great. Finishing up with the uh, programming, maybe 2020, um, is there anything else? More that you'd like to add, add to that? Sure. I mean, we're actually going to be trying something a little new um, in 2020 with um, one of our programs. We're going to be doing a how-to fest in okay. spring, which is um, it's a day where people will be invited to come out, and there will be 15-minute intervals where we have, like, an expert in something um, give a little demonstration as just, like, a teaser of this is something you've been really interested in for a long time, 
you know, what are, what would you learn? And, you know, it might teach them how to do a basic thing in crocheting. I, okay. I don't crochet. So that was a bad example. I'm sorry. No, but, I um, a lot of people do. But, you know, um, I, you know, when we were talking about this, we were talking about how many, how many of our patrons come to us and say, oh, I've always, I've always thought about doing something like hand lettering, but I just don't know what I would do and what goes into that. And so this is a way for them to kind of learn about, you know, gardening and crafting or, you know, maybe like some home repair things that they might not be ready to jump fully into, but they just want to be able to ask some basic questions, see a little demonstration, and get a little bit more information. So that'll be coming up. And these are local ex experts that you're tapping? Yeah, or? so um, some will be staff members, and some, um, you know, we're putting a call out to the community to see what kinds of um, hobbies, interests, and skills they have that they would like to share with their community. And then we'll have like a master list of all of the demonstrations that will be happening on our website. And people will be able to come in and um, just drop into a demonstration for a 15-minute thing and, mm -hmm. you know, hop to the next one through the afternoon. Great. What a great idea. Super yeah. idea. Do you have tutoring available for people who want to earn their GED? Generally, um, with the GED and the literacy, um, yes. adult literacy kinds of things, we partner with other entities, oh, okay. um, including our local community college, that's College of DuPage, um, also with uh, Literacy DuPage, mm -hmm. which will be December's organization of yep. the month. Um, and those organizations provide those services. We provide resources and space um, rather than reinventing the wheel. Um, very much this community uh, is highly educated and have high expectations for their um, mm -hmm. for their children. And so we are much more focused on things like teen exam crams. So we stay open late. We have um, the large meeting room open for teens <laughs> during uh, the exam period. And we also do things like the ACT and SAT practice tests. That's mm -hmm. more in demand okay. for our community. Right. Um, and we're very early literacy focused here. Yes. Uh, as Allison, our children's services manager, likes to say, play is the work of children. And everything in our children's department is geared for every child being ready to learn and ready to read, ready to go to school. Mm -hmm. um, we've recently expanded our baby play area um, and done some, some changes in our early literacy play areas as well. And you will, if you go down, you will see there are magnet letters, there are lots of labels, mm -hmm. labels with pictures to connect the words and the, the images. So very much um, early literacy focused. Was that, there was a, um, a uh, renovation in 2014, was that sort of part of that area? Or, uh, in uh, 2014, um, we used to have what they called Miss Mouse's house. Uh, okay. Miss Mouse is our uh, mascot in the children's right. area, and Miss Mouse, uh, Mouse's house went away and Miss Mouse's cafe arrived. Okay. So now we have the Mouse Cafe, um, <laughs> and then that play area, the... Um, expansion of the baby play area just happened this past year with okay. a generous donation mm -hmm. from the Downers Grove Junior Women's Club. Thank you to that organization. I think we also in, uh, got the STEM room, right, in that renovation? Oh, yes. The, yeah. The, the, yeah, so we have a STEM room in the kids, um, in the kids area where 
um, we really, I guess it's really turning more to STEAM these yeah. days, but um, we have a lot of really great STEM activities, including like circuitry kits and like robots and stuff sure. that um, our our children's room provides. You, uh, yeah. you have the Girls Who Code program here? Yes. yes. And we do the older girls, and they've started doing the Girls Who Code Junior or whatever they yeah. call it. It's the earlier okay. version, so it goes all the way down to third, third grade. grade. Yeah. Um, third through high school yeah. now. And we have recently added and expanded what we're calling our Anything Emporium, which yeah. is our library of things. And in the kids' room, that includes all of our STEM and STEAM kits. Mm-hmm. And so we have a lot of very popular kits, as Cindy was alluding to, you know, those circuitry kinds of things yes. that, that we use for programs here in the library. Now there's a take-home version. So, and those are very, very popular. As a matter of fact, we're into an expansion of that right now. I was just going to say, I'm super excited because they bought these giant, um, simple machines for kids. And my daughter is like two and a half. So I think she's just going to have so much fun with these. They're like giant wooden, simple machines that will be like her size that she can Mm -hmm. play with and like, you know roll her balls down and it'll be amazing. Um, Another thing that's really popular in our kids room is our so what class um, where we have sewing machines and they learn how to do the basics of sewing. They made pillowcases not long ago and I think they've done aprons and that's another really popular one. We're in the media studio. You mentioned the Emporium Um, and there are electronics available. As part of that or separately? Yes. Um, the Anything Emporium has different ends, I guess. Yeah. The, the kids' room, what we call the J, Junior Anything Emporium, mm-hmm. is more kit-based, and so it's the, the STEM and STEAM mm-hmm. rooms. Uh, kits and that sort of thing but upstairs it includes all of the equipment for Mm -hmm. um, both in library and at home use so the in library use would be the things for the audio and video labs here in the media lab Mm -hmm. Um, but also some take home things like DSLR cameras we have a uh, VHS to DVD converter. There's a we slide have, converter. We have like a uh, a Roku, a GoPro, um, Wi-Fi hotspots, hotspots. A slide con- a slide uh, converter. Yes, I think, too. and and they're adding also smaller things like phone chargers. Yeah, that are just handy for people to have. Nice. So, Good. kind of a wide variety of thing mm-hmm. of our library of things. Yeah, is the Media studio available to groups, and I think, you know, of teens, Mm -hmm. but can they come in and create their own product? And uh, have they done that? Have they created some podcasts or projects? And and, uh, have you listened to them? Have you heard them? What have they done with them? Yeah. Um, We actually encourage our patrons to use this space. Um, We have... You know, this space is open for um, any DGPL cardholder to reserve for up to four hours. And if there are no other reservations, they can extend their time. Um, And so we have, like, a green screen and a blue screen. We have, like, Mac computers in both the video and the audio room for editing and all of that. We have, like, mixers. Um, A whole list of items can be found on the website. But we have had even... um, We've had, like, students come and do some, like, projects for school. That's, like, a big one. Yes. Um, we have people come and record their own music if they're musicians. 
Um, we frequently have people, like, narrating their own podcasts. In fact, there was, like, a father and daughter duo who would come great. in and do their own podcast, and it was really cute. Um, it was, like, a great bonding moment for yes. them. And we all just thought it was adorable. <laughs> That's wonderful. What, what's, the, what's the focus of your Cover to Cover podcast? Is that a monthly yeah, that, that comes out on the first of every month, and um, it really is kind of like car talk for the library. It's right. all about um, what our library services are and what's going on in the library right now. And so we feature either a library staff member or a library service in every episode and kind of talk about why we do something the way we do and what you know what's coming up. We talk about programming that will be on the horizon, any big initiatives. We feature our organization of the month, and then we talk about um, materials that we can't put down. So that can be like a movie, a book, CD, something that you can get here at the library. So a little recommendation for you. Sort of a staff pick? Yep. Okay. My end of this, I do a lot of the creative process, so Mm -hmm. I'm preparing in my mind how how I'm moving forward visually. Sure. But one of my thoughts, when we were in Waukegan, we connected with a business that wanted to connect with a library Mm -hmm. in terms of employment. Do you work with any of your local business communities with a podcast or talk about an interaction with what they can do in connection with your library or... We have uh, two of our adult and teen services staff are focused on our business community. That's Joy Matson and Fred LeBaron. And they um, att- regularly attend Chamber 630 and the Downtown Business Association events. They connect us with local businesses. We also have a jobs board here in the library, mm-hmm. so people can, those different businesses can post their jobs. Um, we partner um very actively with People's Resource Center, which is another mm-hmm. one of our nonprofits in the area to provide training for people in different softwares and, and things that employers are looking for, um, as well as hosting small business events through SCORE and um, really trying to support our small businesses as much as we can. Mm -hmm. So businesses can come and get a a business library card if they have a location in Downers Grove. And Fred and Joy will happily steer them toward uh, all of our wonderful business resources. Mm -hmm. You have been listening to the first in a two-part interview recorded at Downers Grove Public Library in November 2019. In part two, Cindy Catree and Julie Milovec of the library Continue the conversation with John and Robin Voyles of Celebrate Libraries. This is a New Ways to Dream production.